Welcome back to the Venari podcast. Um, to Jason Reed, thanks a lot for joining us again, Jason. Um, do you want to give a brief introduction again to, to the audience? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I'm Jason Reef. I have my own um, lifestyle and branding consultancy. I've worked a number of years leading up a bunch of ad agencies, as well as quite a bit in the hospitality sector. I was um, chief marketing officer of Generator, and I currently advise for a number of brands, um, Jumeirah, as well as um, Clink Hostels and a couple of others. So, Steve, thanks for having me back again. What are we talking about today? Yeah, thanks a lot for, for coming back. Um, so... We touched upon it briefly last time, um, and I thought it would be great to actually do a whole podcast around it. So, um, effectively, what's the difference between being a lifestyle brand and being a lifestyle choice? Um, if we can make it specific to hospitality, that would be great. Probably a good place to start is actually defining what is the difference between being a lifestyle brand and being a lifestyle choice for somebody. Could, could you go into a bit of depth there? Uh, yeah, sure. So, <laughs> good question. Um, the, the slogan of my agency is actually don't be a lifestyle brand, be a lifestyle choice. Um, oh, okay. It's a topic that I, that, that I like talking um, quite a bit about. Um, so I guess the a lifestyle brand in, in, in my perspective is a brand that kind of tries to match themselves to consumers' lifestyles, right? So they'll basically look at, okay, well, our consumers are interacting with brand X, Y, and Z. And so we as a different brand needs to kind of match the tone of voice of those other brands and, and needs to kind of be like those other brands and then start looking at, well, what is the general, you know, kind of demographics of our target group and then trying to, to, to become a brand that fits into those demographics, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas a lifestyle choice is a brand that a consumer actively chooses subconsciously um, and then makes a decision to, to, to purchase that product or to stay at that place, right? So a lifestyle choice in, in, in my point of view is, for example, in, in, in the travel industry, when someone's traveling, they automatically know where they're staying, right? So they'll say, I'm staying at Clink or I'm staying at, at, at Generator, right? Um, because those brands are, are, are lifestyle choices. Those are brands that have tapped into the interests of the target group, not only into the actual demographic of the target group. Um, whereas if it's a general, a, a, a different hospitality brand, and they're asked, so where are you staying in London? They say, well, I'm going to check on booking.com and, and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the best offering is and, and, and the best um, mm -hmm. kind of price point, et cetera. So that's kind of the difference. So I guess a lifestyle choice is something where price doesn't matter that much because you're automatically going to stay there. So kind of like the people who wear Adidas originals like myself or, or others who wear Nike, those are the only shoes that we wear. So I've got a whole closet of shoes and I've only ever bought Adidas Originals and I'll never wear Nike. Um, whereas Nike people are, are, are the same. But then you have like the lifestyle brands, which would be like Puma or K-Swiss, where they know the demographics. So they kind of model their shoes to that demographic. They'll pick the colors that the demographic likes and, and they'll kind of see, okay, well, everybody's going to these NBA games. So we'll place some advertisements there. But that's kind of a brand that's fitting into that demographic instead of a brand that's kind of diving into the deep interests and really activating a mindset. Um, so that's kind of the difference. Um, and that's the difference that um, my agency focuses on, but that's also the difference that I've focused on when I've um, worked for other hospitality brands. Yeah, no, really good definition. Um, okay, cool. And then how does a brand then go from becoming just a lifestyle brand to becoming a lifestyle choice? What, what goes into that conscious effort from the brand to, to make that switch? 
Yeah, so I guess um, the, the, the biggest thing would be that you need to dive deeper than the demographic. So you really need to start looking at what are their interests? What is the, the, the type of language that they're using? What are the other brands that they're following? What are the, the kind of sways that, that, that come with their everyday life? And then how do you match yourself in there? Um, so that kind of goes a lot deeper than just looking at to what their age group is, right? What their age group and what their gender is. You, you actually want to start partnering with brands that, that they're actively using. You want to start kind of following or partnering with influencers that they actively use, right? So for example, you get multiple types of, of travel influencers, right? Yeah. And a lot of brands in the, in the hospitality sector, they'll look at it and they'll, and they'll see Okay, well, he's a travel influencer and he matches 25 to 35 year olds. Um, so let's just pair with that person. But if that's the wrong type of travel influencer, for example, if that's like an outdoors nature travel influencer and you're partnering with them because of their, their fan base, yet you're a city-based um, hotel brand or, or something like that, you're not really fitting into the lifestyle choice of the consumers that that you're looking for you need to partner with a different type of travel influencer maybe not even a travel influencer right maybe you're partnering with a hip-hop influencer like if you're a brand that's targeting gen z right you mm -hmm. want to you want to bring like the hip-hop guy to stay with you you know but you want to bring the 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 party guy obviously depending on on the type of gen z or millennial that 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 you're targeting so i guess to sum that question up you you really need to look at what the interests are of your target group and start pairing with those interests as opposed to just what their demographic is. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and so within the hospitality space, who, what brands do you think are becoming a, a lifestyle choice at the moment or who in the last two, three, five years, whatever, has kind of made that switch? Yeah, so that's a tough question. I'm not going to be <laughs> towards the brands that that i've worked for um but i would say selena um specifically in, in south america is really tapping into that lifestyle choice mm -hmm. um you know they're they're the if you're going surfing in south america then you want to stay at selena right there's a bunch of other brands um there that that match the kind of demographic of, of millennials and gen z's but if you're a surfer you're going to stay at selena right um i guess for generator if you're very much into kind of the partying and, and and events and that sort of stuff you're going to stay at generator whereas i guess for clink um if you're very much based on that lifestyle of activism making a difference kind of eco activism that sort of stuff then you're going to stay at clink so those three brands all have the same kind of top line target group based on the demographic, but they're actually tapping into different, um, different interests of that demographic and, and really tapping into the psyche. And that's how they're becoming lifestyle choices. Um, whereas there are other brands where it's kind of not really getting there, specifically some of the bigger brands where they're, they're focusing on kind of Gen Z and millennials and, and they have kind of the parent company and now they have kind of the subsector in hostels or something like that. And they're just looking at, at, at the demographic, right? Of Well, the kind of broad top line view of all Gen Zers is that they like yellow and pink and murals. So we'll just fill it up with yellow, pink and murals, right? That's kind of irrelevant 
to the actual subgroup target that that they're targeting. Um, so yeah, I, I as I said, I don't want to be biased to brands that I've worked with, but um, I, I can tell you that when I have started working with a brand, I've always tried to move deeper into the mindset and the psyche of the target group. I feel that that's just more important, specifically when you're looking at things like direct bookings, right? Because yeah. you don't want to have to rely on, on the OTAs, but you also don't have to want to solely rely on your PPC efforts. You, you really just want to be the first subconscious choice that evolves into the definite choice um, once the ticket is purchased. It sounds like, um, and I think some of the examples that you just gave there, some of these you know, hospitality companies that are becoming lifestyle choices seem to be you know, a newer way of thinking. And it seems like being a lifestyle brand is perhaps an old way of thinking. And you, you get that, I suppose, within the more traditional hotel groups who are kind of bigger beasts and you know, change takes a bit more time. They don't want to upset the shareholders too much by you know, doing anything too drastic. So um, no, I really, really appreciate the insight. I think it was, it was great to learn a bit about um, you know, the difference between a lifestyle brand and being a lifestyle choice. Um, I certainly did not know 99% of, of that before you just said it. So thanks a lot for your time today. Um, I know we're going to look to do another podcast um, at some point in the next week or so. And, um, if people haven't already, please do check out the one we did before where we're talking about the difference between millennials and, and Gen Z. Um, so that was, a, that was another great insight that, that you gave us. But um, thanks a lot for joining us today, Jason. Um, yeah, I look forward to talking through the, the next topic we've got. Um, and we'll go from there. Sweet. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, look forward to the to the next one.